0: Welcome to Candidly Keisha. It is Friday once again. I am so very excited. And, you know, today I just decided there's so much going on in the world, whether it's entertainment, whether it's politics, you name it. I mean, Prince died. I, I don't even know what to say about that. But we're definitely going to get into it. Um, I have in studio today my mama. Oh, say hi, Jet. My niece, Jetty Poo.
2: Say hi, Auntie Kiki.
0: Okay, she, she'll warm up in a minute and she'll be, Auntie Kiki. This is my niece who is a year and a half and has figured out how to call me by herself on the iPhone. That's a whole another story for another day, and of course, we have Shardy in the studio, and I have a very, very special guest on the phone. So, some of you, I'm sure you guys are familiar. If definitely, if you live in the Atlanta area, um, a great friend. We have a mutual friend, Jason. Uh, Miss Sophia, how you doing? what's up it's your girl miss sophia i'm back from <laughs> miss sophia if you don't know she was a staple in radio here in atlanta for a really really long time and i absolutely adore her um i have i'm just putting a disclaimer out there i don't know what's gonna come out of her mouth i don't know if she's gonna stay miss sophia I her she wanted to be oprah today i'm not sure but i'm sure we're gonna have some very interesting commentary so. Yes, and I'm sure that after today, this is going to be your last show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, words are powerful. We don't speak that kind of stuff into existence. <laughs> no, ma'am. Because with my mouth and your mouth, I don't think those, the airways
1: can
0: handle that. I know. I'm clear I have a potty mouth. My my listeners are clear that I have a potty mouth, too. So my mom just well, came Well We're going to
2: keep it PG because we got Jetty Poo in, this, in the station with us, too.
0: Oh, Lord. I'm sh- I'm clear, though, because my Mom is saying that right now, but her daddy has a potty mouth. So I'm just surprised and grateful that she hasn't said a bad word yet. Right, Jet? We're going to keep it
1: clean? If you grew up in a black family, honey, you know somebody with a potty mouth. That's why we got it. We got it so honest.
0: That's what I'm saying. So my mom gave word that my nana, who listens to—that's my grandma, my nana, my grandma nana— listens to my podcast. Hey, Nana. Hey, boo. How are you? I love you. Well, she um, she listens, and she told my mom to tell me, yes, Keisha just needs to tone that potty mouth down. What were her exact words, Mom?
1: You See? know, that's something that I just haven't mastered yet. I just cannot have a foul mouth in front of my mother.
0: Oh, well, sorry. I've kind of, that's, that shit. Say is it passed. again. <laughs> but mom, but this is the thing, and I've talked about this before. My mom will be like, because when we all get together, we have family dinners, what have you. Auntie. Auntie, yes. Hey, baby. Now she wants to talk. When we all get together and we're like riled up and telling stories, Aww. she'll be like, stop with all that profanity. Stop cursing around me. And then she'll punctuate it though with shit. I
2: said, Mom,
0: I said, that really kind of defeats the purpose. If you tell, look, Jess laughing because she knows it's true. But it defeats the purpose if you punctuate it with shit. And Nana, I'm sorry, but I get, you know, you could, Nana, back in the day, she could, Nana, yes, Nana can give my potty mouth a run for the money. Shout out to Nana. (laughs) Sounds
1: like my mom and my grandmother, like, I'm sitting around here and my mom is always talking about, you know, different stuff that I bring up that they, like, yesterday I was talking about a song that they used to listen to all the time called Suit Down Baby. Uh-huh. And she was like, what? Where did you get that song from? I said, yeah, I used to listen to it back in the day. Don't be talking about that. I, all stuff that y'all had, that y'all was, you know, cutting up with. Now y'all don't want us to be cutting up. That's what I'm saying about the stuff that y'all did when y'all let
0: loose. We have different things that we do to let loose. It's the same thing. Uh huh. See, back in the day, the difference was they didn't have evidence. They didn't have social media. They didn't have camera phones. They didn't have any of that. So you know, you could be, you could do your dirt and be off the chain, and then reinvent yourself, and no one would ever know. Okay. So let's talk about this. So we have to start with Prince. Oh, my God. Can we believe? I was so sad when I heard it. Um, And the first person I thought of was, well, actually, Tempest Bledsoe, because she was the biggest Prince fan that I have ever known, and then one of my best friends, Sophia. What was your reaction when you found out?
1: Well, I heard, well, of course my mouth fell open. And I immediately thought about a good friend of mine who is a die-hard Prince Prince fan. His name is Kevin Butler. Girl, if I tell you, he went all out. He had the boots, the tight jeans, the headscarf in the pocket, the earrings, the black eyeliner, the perm, everything. And we had a long discussion one time about him trying to convince me to become a Prince fan, because my whole thing was, I don't even understand what he's saying. All that noise and that music <laughs> and the drums and the horns and I can't even understand what he's saying, so that's automatically tunes me out. Hilarious. But I was trying to convince me to become a Prince fan, so I immediately, once I was over the shot, I immediately thought about people like him, who are diehard Prince I, my heart just went out
0: to them. Right. I'm really interested to find out exactly what happened. And I think, you know, it's crazy because so many people are speculating. Was it drugs? Was it this? Was it that? You know, because he was such a very, very private person, a lot of people don't know, you know, his business, which I'm not mad at. But right. But, you know. I was, I was surprised. Because uh, you know, because he looked so healthy, you know. Everybody
1: talking about he's right. so healthy. He's the last person that you saw that they would come over the airways and Prince has died. Right. And my thing is, when I first heard them talking about the pneumonia and everything, and I was telling my mom they were talking about the flu, I was like, I think Prince kind of died of walking pneumonia because that's something that you know can speak up on you and get you wow. when you're on a flu stage and everything. And then you hear them talk about that, you know, they think that it was pneumonia, but all the other speculations that people are talking about, I was like, God, right? the man hasn't been dead for a while. We all already speculate. I know. But That's awful. I thank God for good friends like Van Jones. He was on CNN and mm-hmm. to hear Van Jones speak about Prince and, you know, all that he did, you know, behind the scenes and stuff that he did, helping people and didn't want, you know, to tell somebody and if he mm. let you in this circle and you went out the next day and talked about, Oh, Prince and I have real good friends, real good friends but he would cut you cut off immediately. So, you know, hearing stories like that about Prince that you know we didn't know is it, it's really
0: i know i think i think it's crazy that we live in an age now we're losing so many just amazingly talented people who've done so much great in the world that you know instead of celebrating people's lives we tend and when i say we you know collectively as a as a world as a community as a as a global community tend to focus on the negative versus all of the positive that someone has brought to the world
1: yeah, and I think with social media, what social media has done is it's also like washed down, you know, people's legacy and their history. Because to me, I'll go to my grave saying there are only a handful of superstars that are left in this world, right. one being Prince, which is gone, and Janet Jackson Ooh. and Robert Tyson. Because those are the people who knew the work that they had to put in to become a Superstar and a celebrity, and with social media now, you can get on social media, Facebook, post an ignorant video, and before you know it, you are a celebrity. Well, just by you know, we. we, we,
0: I I feel like I don't mean to cut you off. but I feel like unfortunately we have to redefine celebrity. Um, You know, because personally, I don't feel just because you're Instagram famous that makes you a celebrity. Um,
2: I hope. I personally feel. What do you think, Mom? Well, they think they are, and that's what you know. They think that they are, and people treat them like they are. That's a good point. So that's why, you know, there's like that whole instant celebrity status right. or that they think that they have. But like um, Ms. Sophia say, said, they don't know what it's like to have to put in the work, right. the real work that the um, legends, you know, had to do back in the day before social media Came in, And what I would like to see, I'd like for the uh, the people to be celebrated while they're here. Right. You know, everyone, as soon as someone passes, everyone wants to, oh, oh, Jet, and play stop their music. attacking the mic. <laughs> and, you know, do it while they're here and they can appreciate it. Right.
1: And see, and that's another part. That's another thing that I had uh, with radio. I had a problem with that in radio. It was just like when Gerald LeBert passed, when Luther Vandross passed, all these, you know, celebrities pass, y- y'all want to go and have a whole week to play in their music. And, you know, when they're alive, you're not playing their music. You're trying to play what's hot, you know, mm-hmm. all this rap and all this other stuff that's hot. And you know, think about these celebrities. And when the press passed, and one of the things that I put in my post is I think it's a disgrace and it is upsetting that we as African-Americans don't have at least two black history museums in each state of the United States because we have a lot of history that is just thrown and washed up under the rug. And it's just like we don't preserve our history right. and our heritage. And it's just like, you know, with Prince, you know, nobody was really playing those playing no Prince songs on the radio. Right. But now all of a sudden everybody's having Prince, Day. they're playing all his music, his music is number one and all that stuff again. But it's just like, stop, stop gravitating towards these Instant celebrities on YouTube with mm-hmm. this foolishness and all that stuff. And it's just like, start, you know, respecting the real celebrities. And that's why I don't even call celebrities no, I say they are superstars. So y'all can ask the title celebrity. Anybody can be a celebrity. But it takes a special person to be a superstar. And a superstar is what Prince
2: was. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. You know, they're talking about making his home into like a museum, a museum like Graceland. You know, I think that would be kind of, that would be really, really cool. Um, and I know there's so many diehard fans, hey, baby, what's wrong, that would definitely um, want to visit that. Jets trying to get the mic here. You want to go to Grandma? All right. We're going to let you go to Grandma for a quick second. I like, how family, I like how his
1: family and, you know, friends and stuff, they have been catering to the fans that come outside of his home. Mm-hmm. and. You know, all the talk about, you know, making uh purple their state color and all that stuff. Just
2: like
1: that stuff y'all should have been
0: doing so he could enjoy what he did, too. I agree. So, y'all had nobody, y'all had nobody like Prince. Hilarious. So let's continue speaking on the whole celebrity thing. So I was just scrolling through Instagram. This is a complete change of subject. Um, You know, definitely, I know Prince right now is in an amazing place, and he is... Just at peace. So, to all of his family, I definitely send my love, my blessings, and thank you for sharing with us such an amazing, um, just talent and legend and. I don't know. Icon. I, there, I can't think of enough words to describe him. Superstar, philanthropist. Um, it's really, really important because I don't think a lot of times people, when you are of that magnitude, and even just being in the public light, your family has to share you with the world. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy for you know. Please give his family the peace that they need to just kind of continue to mourn their loved one. Um, but moving on to another topic. So. Scrolling through social media, Angela Simmons apparently got engaged. Congratulations, Angela. Not apparently, she did get engaged. So now people can stop talking about me. The fact that... (laughs) (laughs) Although, they're going to continue
1: to talk about you because everybody's feeling like I'm feeling. who cares? (laughs) What would you say?
0: Who cares that she got engaged? That Angela Simmons got engaged? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> oh, you don't like Angela? Hunter Angela is
1: just like and those similar kids are just like the Kardashians, honey. They're all famous because of their parents.
0: Oh Lord. Well, you know, one thing about Angela I can say is that she's definitely, from a business standpoint, when, you know, she had her pastry shoe line, and granted, yes, she had, you know, some help because she had parents who were already in the business, who already had money, who already had access, who already had all of these things. But there are a lot of people who have famous parents who also don't take advantage of the network and the connections that they have access to.
1: And you know all the people that I know that didn't do that? Who? Anderson Cooper, <laughs> you know what, everybody you do, else, you do have else, a really
0: good point. Everybody has to take advantage of their parents. So well, there, I don't everybody. think it's taking advantage because if I had kids and I knew people, you know, I would definitely put them in touch. Like, granted, they have to do the work. And it's about instilling the work ethic in your children and understanding that, you know, just because I have it doesn't mean that you have it because you haven't earned it. So I agree with that. But what I will say is, I heard from a very reliable source, everyone is kind of guessing who Angela is um, getting married to, and supposedly it's some oil tycoon in uh, from Africa, that's not it. So you heard it here on Candidly Keisha, I know that that is not the fiance. I'm not going to put her business out there. When she decides to name him, that will be on her. But... Back to Anderson Cooper, I thought that was really interesting because he is, I'm trying to remember, what is his, he's the the Vanderbilts, which are, which are, you know, throughout American history, go ahead, mom.
2: He used to wear those Gloria Vanderbilt jeans.
0: (laughs) When you were a baby, I had you some. (laughs) Hilarious. But you know, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that until recently until I was, you know, scrolling and looking. Because I get my news, like probably most people, most of my news I find out on my iPhone. I'll, that's like my favorite thing to do is to look at news online. So I thought that was a really interesting story.
1: I was always nosy, but when I became a celebrity entertainer up at Big 103 I became even more nosy, honey. Oh. <laughs> and I, I am a news junkie. So where do you get your exactly. scoop from?
0: Where where do you go?
1: Everywhere. I go to see. First of all, when I hear something, like when I heard that Prince passed, Uh first place I go is CNN. If it's not on CNN's website, I don't believe it. Okay. But then um, I go to CNN. I still go to HHC, and I just go to Facebook and see what is trending.
0: That is crazy that Facebook is where you go to find your news. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I go I
0: go I go get my leads from Facebook. No, 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 I get it. You go to CNN, that's what confirms to say if it's true. I I followed the whole path, but the day and age when it's Facebook that is where you get your leads from is kinda hilarious. I'm just saying. But <laughs> that's so a,
1: that's since the world we live here, baby.
0: So you so since you in the know, what's going on? What, what what can you share with us that you found recently that you think would be a little tidbit of juice?
1: Uh, What I felt recently, right off hand, you know, right off hand, I'm just all engulfed in this presidential election.
0: Thank you for that. I was heading that way. So,
1: And oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it's just like being here, it's a blessing to be here, you know, during this time and to discuss these things with my mom. Because my mom's whole thing is we have to vote because of what our people went through so that we can have the right to vote. But, you know, every day we look at CNN and they're talking about, you know, the Donald Trumps and mm-hmm. uh, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders and all the different people that are running. My mom said, child, we ain't got nobody to pick from this, go
0: right? <laughs> yeah, the President Obama, they were like, watch this after he got out of office. But wait, let's take a break right here. Um, and I want to come back and I really want to delve into the presidential ele- election because I feel it's really, really important. And our community like millennials today, I feel like there's such this sense of apathy and there's not a connection to the election and how it really relates to your life. So you're listening to Candidly Keisha. Stay tuned and we will be right back talking about the presidential election. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is the most comfortable bra I have ever owned. It is super smooth and invisible under every outfit. The cups are made out of memory foam. They mold to your shape to truly give you the perfect fit. What I love about my 3rd Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is that it has the cutest little detail on the strap. So it actually looks cute if it peeks out of your shirt. 3rd Love stands behind this product so much that they're willing to let my listeners try the bra for free. Just pay for shipping, wear it for 30 days. You can take the tags off, wear it and wash it and really, really try this bra out. If you love it, keep it, and they'll charge your card. If you don't love it, send it back for free, and your card will not be charged. Do you know your size? A friendly online fit specialist will help you find your perfect fit. Go to thirdlove.com forward slash candid to get started. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're back with Candidly Keisha. We have Jetty Poo. Jetty, you want to say something? No, she's not really feeling us right now. She's enjoying the chair turning in the studio and her snacks and her sippy cup. Um, But we also have my mom, Shardy, and Miss Sophia calling in from Houston. We are going to continue talking politics. Uh, So we were sitting here on break, and James made a really interesting comment to me. Um, That I didn't think about, I thought about it, but putting it in that terms is hilarious. So, who was it that said it, James? Uh, George Lopez. George Lopez says, you know, it's really funny that Trump, you know, has this stance on immigrants and is so against immigration because he did marry three of them.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like that complex that they sell by black men and say when they can't handle the sisters, they go run and marry a white woman. So <laughs> that's Donald Trump. You out here talking about immigrants and sending them home, but if you did that earlier, you know,
0: you wouldn't have nobody to marry. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, my goodness. And I know so many people have approached me about Trump because I did do Celebrity Apprentice. Um, Two seasons ago. Well last season. Hold on, hold on. And
1: they cheated. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) I know. Like that's a whole nother story for another day. Bless their hearts. But can I tell you, it was definitely a blessing for me to go out in the beginning because that was such mess. Ghetto Keisha did not need to come out on TV. Like didn't need to happen.
2: See, that's what they don't know. She can hang with the Kenya Moores and the Vivica Fox and all I don't that, but choose she chooses to. not
0: to. I don't choose to because at the end of the day, and that was my biggest thing when I did it, is that, you know, being being that, you know, I have my nonprofit, the Cam Kizzy Foundation, which is all about empowerment and self-esteem for youth. How on earth can I be playing for that and engage in this amazingly just horrible behavior that's such a contradiction, and it's not who I am. Just because I choose not to do it doesn't mean that I don't have the know-how. I just have other things to do.
1: But see, it's not a lot of, it's not a lot of people that are intelligent enough to know that when you do shows like that, it's all about the editing. So yeah. my thing is, you've got all this they get all this footage of you, and they can just edit it the way they want.
0: Absolutely. And
1: that's what everybody says about every reality show. So how is it reality if you have to put the story together by editing it?
0: I'm with Mm -hmm. you. I'm with you 100%. And a lot of times people just, they don't realize the power of that imagery and the and how you're telling the world, when you do reality TV, it's not the same as being an actor. When you're an actor, you're playing a part, it's not you. You're reading lines, you're following a storyline, but when you do reality, you are showing the world firsthand, "This is who I am." And that becomes a part of your identity. And ultimately, it's what you and you're saying it and doing it firsthand. So then you can't come back and be like, "Oh, that's not me," because actually it is. Yeah, that was you. We saw you say it.
1: It's like, yeah, I said it, but that's not the content in which I said it. Because of the way they edited it, it made me look like I said it in a way that I didn't. But it's hard explaining it. uh, And
0: before you know it, you have spent six months
1: of your life trying to explain that that's not what you meant.
0: Right, right. It's kind of crazy. So so you were talking about your mom. You were talking about your mom in the presidential election, and I feel like a lot of people don't recognize that it really directly impacts your life. So what was your mom's take on it?
1: Like I said, she said that we really don't, we really don't have anybody to choose from this year, mm-hmm. and she- She's going with Hillary. But my thing is, as, as African Americans, we have to get it instilled into our people's heads that before it becomes the big election about the president, it's all about, you know, running
0: locally. The midterm school elections. Board, it's about school your board, school board, the all
1: the You know, uh, uh, council, city council, and all these different positions at a local level. Yeah. That's what leads up to somebody becoming president. And we have to also let people know that if you really want to make change in the world, then the people who really run the United States are the governors. Mm. So if you really want to make a difference, that's what the power is in the government. That's why so much is with all the governments. But... Our people who are not educated, not all of them, but a lot of them who are not educated about politics, they think that it's all about the president. Absolutely. no, it's locally. It's just like, you know, the PTA president, the school board, superintendent, all these people, local, you know, people, those are the ones that, you know, they're trying to go up to... Right,
0: and it's honestly not just them. It's also you know you have to understand the the way our government is set up. It's set up with checks and balances. In that the president, yes, is our head figure. However, you know Congress, there's there's so many. You know you have to first in order to get bills passed, it's a process. So that's why it's so your representatives electing them is very important. Your governors, your like every tier of government. It's about making sure that you're picking the person that best represents what you believe in and who you are. The craziest thing to me about the presidential election, like I'm absolutely a Democrat, but I'm kind of at a place where I'm also very much outside of the box in terms of I feel like it's less about a political affiliation or alignment and more about holding people accountable for for addressing the things that matter to me.
1: But, you know, my thing is, my thing is, every four years, every four years since I've been voting, it's the same, the same speech. We're going to create more jobs. We're going to do this for the, you know, the uh, the least of these. We're going to do this. We're going to tax the, you know, 1% more. We're going to, it's the same speech. <laughs> but the bottom line is, they are giving us the same speech, but mm-hmm. they are going to run into the same bureaucracy uh, mm-hmm. uh when they get to D C. It's just like, you know I, they 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 wanted to do, they had great ideas. Right. But when when you get to D C and you find out the channels that you have to go through to get this implemented, then it's just like, Oh my god, I wasted my time. Now nah, I look like a big liar. I've been running around here telling people lies before. Right. You, uh, so, um, so listen, yeah. this is this
0: is a random creative question. If you and if you were running for president, what would your platform be?
1: If I was running for president, my platform would be everything <laughs> would be free. Everything would be free? Everything would be free. <laughs> free food, free housing, free cars.
0: And how exactly will that work? <laughs> but
1: would, would you, have to, you have to grow your own food, uh-huh. you have to raise your own animals. Uh huh. You, you you get free land. Everything is free. All you have to do is build and maintain.
0: Okay. A place okay. Well, that's a very interesting one. I think some people, unfortunately, a lot of these people in urban areas have no clue how to do any of the above, so they would kind of be assed out. But that and that, would get...
1: and that's another thing that I hate. I missed out on because I both of my parents are from the country, and when uh-huh. I tell you, my dad is from the backwoods country, his family. They were fishing and hunting and doing everything. And when we would go to visit them during the summer, I just be like, Child, I'm not going to go out there and catch no chickens. I'm not <laughs> going to go out there and wrestle no hogs. I'm not going <laughs> to go fishing, hunting, and running up on those snakes and rabbits and possums. But now it's just like, with the way these food prices... <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I feel you. I'm, you know, the funny thing is, that something that some people may know, but a lot of people don't know about me is that, like, my family, did, like, I had chickens for a long time until, until my brother sold them in the damn yard sale. That's a whole other story for another day. I was mad. They were egg-laying chickens, but I think they sold them to some people who were definitely going to have them for lunch. But that, but I also we garden. Like my uncle Gene, um, was my great. He was a great great he was my great uncle and he lived with us for a long time and we lived in northern Virginia and we had a garden. So he taught me and my brothers how to garden, how to do these things. So like I have a garden today and we have a garden out at my mom's house. So these are things and jokingly I know it's kind of funny, but my brothers jokingly call themselves blacknecks because they four wheel, they grow stuff, we hunt, we all of that kind of stuff. So What what, what do you have in your garden? Well, right now I did a smaller one. I did a box garden for right now. So we have um, bell peppers. I have yellow, orange, and red because they're the ones I like. I have jalapenos, the things that I know I use often, thyme, um, rosemary, tomatoes. And I like the grape tomatoes, so I'm growing those we have a cabbage actually which is EJ's my my bonus son he he's for a class project so we're growing a cabbage and in my mom's garden which we have at her house we have collard greens we have squash we have tomatoes we have we have pretty much what we like to eat we have we have cabbage all of that kind of stuff
1: but see, that's what, that was my next question. Now, what's in your mom's garden? Now, yes. you have this garden that's just pretty with all this stuff that don't about
0: wall. <laughs> well, that's the stuff I eat. That's the difference. Like, those are the things that I eat a lot of and I like. And I don't know about you. When's the last time you've gone to see an organic bell pepper? Have you seen how much they cost? Yes I, go, yes, I go to a uh, whole food and buy them every day. Exactly. So a red bell pepper is easily $5. So <laughs> yeah, But the thing, the difference is you spend $5 growing yours. And so I get a whole bunch. But I get a whole bunch of them because my plant, they keep, keep coming, keep coming. So I'm going to grow some more stuff. But, you know, it, it is a lot of fun doing those things. And, you know, I get it. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at Shardy. What else is there? Anything else out there that would be interesting to talk about? I mean, you know, a lot of people are talking about Little Cam. Your mic, get your mic. The uh, the uh,
1: playoffs, there the playoffs. Oh, the
0: playoffs! Oh yeah, it's definitely Houston, going on. I, I, your, oh yeah, now you yeah, do. the playoffs, and everybody's talking about Little Cam. Oh yeah, Beyonce's Lemonade. Oh yeah, album. Lemonade album. Did you see that? I'm yeah I, beyonce I one, and oh and I
1: haven't watched the whole documentary I have to go and watch
0: it I'm not gonna lie I haven't watched it either. I was traveling but can we talk about that beehive is serious my friend yes, baby, Serious. serious baby, baby now I'm telling you. The Beehive is the new Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Beehive is serious. They went after Rachel Roy, but some people made the mistake of going after Rachel Ray. You know the one who's the chef and cook and has the Rachel Ray show yeah. on TV. So she Sorry, had to be- no- that's what I was saying to somebody. said and Rachel Ray, I'm like, no, baby, Rachel Ray is the one that was cooking for Oprah. What are you talking about? Honey? <laughs> right. So they went after then Rita Ora posted something, and she had on a J chain with lemons on her. I guess her bikini, and they went in on Rita Ora. So they are going after any and everyone who could possibly be Becky. <laughs> they don't
1: play. They don't play, honey.
0: Speaking of plans. Baby, that's what Little Kim is doing because is playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love Little Kim. Growing up being from Jersey, I was Biggie was my era. Little Kim, Junior Mafia, I know all the words, every last what? one. But, which, little Kim, which little Kim you love? Because she done had like five faces within the last three weeks. You know what? I can't with you right now. I can't. I can't. I love like original little Kim, like Junior Mafia little Kim, when she was still wearing bikinis with furs, little Kim. That's the one I like. But I'm telling you, baby, little Kim changed her face so much. I think they selling faces at Marshall's. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, Poe
0: Do you know? Do you know what concerns me the most about it is that she had a daughter. She yeah, had a she daughter, and your daughter. It's they learn from what you do. And can you imagine how little Kim and her kind of metamorphosis? How that's going to affect the self-esteem and the 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 body image of her child? Because guess what? This is the other thing. She's going to grow up and be like, "Mommy, I don't look anything like you." But it they motivate her child. Maybe. And my mama has set a
1: precedent. You can grow up to be a black woman, but you can end up being an Asian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess she that she's showed her you could be anything you want to be. You are absolutely right. I can't even be that's, mad at that's that. Of, look, that's not what we could use to stop teen
1: pregnancy. Baby, if you get pregnant, you're going to end up looking like an Asian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lord have mercy. Shardy, anything else? What else have we missed that we need to talk about today? Honestly, everybody's really just been talking about that Lemonade yeah, album. Yeah, the Lemonade. I got to go see it. I do, too. I've I, got to go see it. I'm a it. fan, but I'm not a part of the Beehive. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a part of the hey, Beehive. Hey, but listen, yet. don't come for us. We, don't say we ain't saying nothing about Beyonce. <laughs> right, right, no. Nothing about Beyonce. Because <laughs> I, love,
1: I love Beyonce. Yes. I love Beyonce and... I uh, I really appreciate that she's, like, one of the few artists today who don't back down from controversy. Yeah. And it's one person who is not going to let you uh,
0: tell her who she is. Yeah. You know, I appreciate she, that, too. Because when everyone there was at home. She, she does what she feels. Uh, and if you have a problem with it. She is not
1: getting on social media, going back and forth with people trying to convince them that her way is the right way for what she's doing with her life. Rihanna.
0: Ooh! Shots fired! I don't even follow Rihanna. What's going on with Rihanna? No, it's just like everybody, every
1: time somebody makes a comment about Rihanna on social media, she is at war with that person. She's going back and forth with them. It's just like, you know, sometimes you have to take the high road and you have to be like, you know, the mama said in uh, the original Sparker, baby... I have said my piece. Right. And once you state your piece, you don't owe nobody no explanation. Beyonce don't owe you no explanation. If you have a problem with, you know, her Super Bowl halftime performance, okay, I did it. It was my performance, and your opinion is your opinion, but I left mine out there on the Super Bowl field.
0: I do appreciate that Beyonce is using her platform for social injustice, and to at least shed light, and to bring awareness, to, um, Because a lot of people, you know, she, you know, made the, in her video, the past on the formation about Katrina, and, you know, those are real things. She's from, you know, her mama's from Louisiana, so... I I think it's interesting how people got so up in arms about it. You know, she didn't say, at least I didn't take it as, you know, anything against the police, but I know a lot of people felt some kind of way about that. But I appreciate, because she's one of the few artists on her level who aren't afraid to address, to talk about, to bring light to the difficult issues that are going on. And
1: then my whole thing is, I will always, I always believe that during presidential election, During presidential elections, people always find something to take our attention away from what's really going on. Yeah. Which is the foolishness that Donald Trump is letting out of his mouth. That's what we should be talking about. (laughs) Not some lemonade video, not, you know, Beyonce this or Beyonce that. It's just like, you know, come on, honey, what, what, what are we really, what are we really fighting for?
0: So it looks like Donald Trump, though, is going to be the nominee. It's, it's very and much it, so. And, and
1: good. Good. I'm glad. Because my thing is, at first, I honestly believe the reason the Republicans had Donald Trump was in, the, uh, dim- in, the, distraction. in the beginning was to bring attention to the Republican uh, Yeah, uh,
0: I, I, don't, I don't think they counted on him being the nominee, because now they're trying to figure oh. out how the hell to get him out of there.
1: Yeah, because because all the attention was on Hillary. It was all about Hillary. One about things about the Republicans. They had fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, nineteen, three thousand people running trying to be their nominee. And everybody was still talking about Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Hillary Clinton. Now all of a sudden y'all put Donald Trump in here, who's well known, who has who's from reality T V and he's raising a lot of attention to your race and now he's winning. And it's just like it's it's so it's so comical because if Barack Obama had said half of the things that Donald Trump is letting out of his mouth, he would be nowhere near the White House.
0: Yeah, today. I, it's it's really I crazy, and I'm I'm really saddened that you know in 2016 that there's so many people who are supporting such divisive such divisive you know racist rhetoric pretty much and even how they're behaving at his his rallies and you know the different things that we've seen it's so so very very unfortunate and i really just need people to pay attention to to really and also the fact checking piece you know they have these debates and then people have the ability to say anything they want but look at afterward when they do the fact checking to find out how much of that is actually true cuz that's another piece of it you have to also investigate for yourself you can't always just take things at face value but this is going to be interesting and we're definitely um going to 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 continue the conversation as this whole presidential race unfolds but before we go one last thing i wanted to talk about um i thought it was really interesting because i feel like we live in a world of like celebrity and whether you have talent or whatever it is but there's a lot of people now who are moms and who are working moms and you know Chrissy uh, Christy, Christy Teigen and John Legend just had their little baby Luna, which is an adorable name, by the way. And they're kind of like on Instagram, apparently, or in social media in general, everyone was mad because she went out to dinner with her husband when the baby was only a week old. Like, okay. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, it's her baby, her vagina, her husband. So... If she decides to go out to eat, I just thought it was interesting. What was your take on that?
1: My well, whole thing is, I don't care. <laughs> and because, because I have been around people with money, and I have been around with people with little money, and I have been around people with no money, I have to explain to the people with little money and no money that people with money, they live in a whole other world that you would never understand unless you had that kind of money. Mm. I say they have created their own world. And because you're over here going to Marshalls, getting your tennis shoes that are labeled, those tennis shoes, when they get to Marshalls, they are so many seasons ago.
0: Well, listen, <laughs> don't say, hate, because I like me some TJ Maxx, Max and section, uh section, because I, I, they are I awesome. It. I love it, too. But when it comes to the argument of... They're upset with these people
1: like this. They're upset with her going out to dinner with her baby. Well, she could afford somebody to take care of her baby. Right. So her baby was not left, no left no at baby. home by she herself. Home with your baby, because you don't even have a no job when you got pregnant. But so oh. now you damn sure so can't pay for nobody to take care of the baby. baby still <laughs> <laughs> And then if you had a baby, you know, before you got married, then nine times out of ten, he got
0: the money. The oh, man is with you, so you. He can't take you to dinner. Oh, Who my ever goodness. Go to I can't with you right now. I just have if to y'all say. Go, y'all go to McDonald's, you know, You can take seven wicks and put them in the hot <laughs> chair. Lord have mercy. Well, congratulations to them and the new little one. Um, but let's, I'm, we've been all over the map today. We've talked and touched on all types of issues. Um, I also want to say thank you to all the people who asked questions last week and who listened to the podcast to hear them answered. Um, if you haven't checked it out, because they did post it a little later in the day than they normally do last Friday, please go back, check out last Friday's podcast. It was lots, lots of fun. But before we go, Miss Sophia, tell us what you're working on, um, where people can find you, what you have coming up. Let us know. Oh, baby, listen,
1: it's all about money with me. I'm all about money. So I'm gonna be every major city in the world. You can catch me on Main Street Prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> And I know it's a main street event. No, seriously. Seriously. Every year I do, like, you know, three events, three main events. And one of them is Fall Tatchelor, where we go to the mountains every year. Mm-hmm. We spend the weekend in the mountains, shum my friend Sean, he celebrates his birthday in the mountains. That's going to be November the 3rd through the 6th. And you can go to alltacular.com. That's falltacular.com and get all that information. Also, we take a cruise every year. It's the SGL Cruise. And that's going to take place on September the 24th through October the 2nd. And you can go to sglcruisecruise.com. We're going to be going to Grand Church of Rupert, Dominican Republic. That's just a couple of places that we making stops. Yeah, and that's SGLCruiseCruise.com. And this year, I'm going to a new event, and it's called Cell Station. And you can go to com. and we're going to be going on an air system the 15th through the 19th and... In Costa Rica, girl. We're going to be in Costa Rica. You can come to Costa Rica. That's the only place where I'm allowed to wear a two-piece bathing suit.
0: (laughs) OMG, can you please take pictures because I don't know if I'm ready for that one. But can I just tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you so, so very much for calling in. We're going to have to have you back because your opinions are hilarious. Every day or twice to, on Tuesday, And I'm going to have to be in the studio. I have to come No, to- you have to come to the studio. So when you're in Atlanta, you have an open invitation. You have my number. You just call me, and we're going to come and have a great time. Where's uh, your mama? Where's mama? 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 she had to take Jet out because Jet wasn't feeling. She was trying to grab the microphone, and it was a lot going on in here. So she's outside with Jetty Poo. Um, but I will tell her that you say hello and send your love. And, you know, thank you for joining us here on Candidly Keisha. You know, this has been...
1: Thank you, and congratulations on the marriage and all that good stuff. And Thank that, that you. Show and, you know, good luck to all the things that you want to do, honey, because, you, you know, you, you and Theo, you still Theo, y'all still got it going on. Man. Hilarious.
0: Going on. Hilarious. Well, on that note, this is Candidly Keisha. Thank you so, so very much for tuning in, and we'll be right here next Friday. See you then. We'll talk to you then. <laughs>